this is self-care and soul care for the caregiver and i'm your host sandra peoples and i'm joined today by our new co-host lauren crow and i am so excited to have lauren with us today she has been a blessing to me in the time that i have known her and i know she's going to be a huge blessing to you and so today in today's episode we're gonna kind of just introduce lauren to you i'm gonna ask her some questions you're gonna get to know her and uh, we're gonna talk about how our summers went we're gonna talk about our hopes and dreams for the fall what we're praying for in the coming months for our families and we're just going to enjoy this time of getting to chat with each other and getting to spend time with you again after our long summer break so Lauren thank you so much for joining me today I am so excited to be here this is going to be so fun it really is. Like I, I sent out an email last week kind of introducing you to the newsletter audience. And I was like, I really think that, that we complement each other in a lot of ways. There's a lot of things that I really admire in you, like your, your sensitivity and your tenderness and your, I mean, even your availability to what the Holy Spirit is doing in your life. I mean, that comes through really clearly, even in your social media. And so that's, I think, one of the things I'm most excited about is for this partnership is just kind of that, that sensitivity and empathy that you bring. And, and, you know, we're in, even though we have similar stories, we're in a little bit of different life stages. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your family to start off with? Oh, sure. That was so, so kind of you. Um, so my family is a family of five. My husband and I have been married for 15 years. We actually have known each other our whole lives. Um, I have had a crush on him since I was four years old. <laughs> it just took him a lot longer to finally decide that he should ask me out on a date. So the rest is history. But we have three kiddos and our oldest is 10. And he is, um, he is just such a blessing and friendly guy. He has walked through a lot and overcome a lot in his life so far. And he is on the spectrum, but more high functioning. And he also has something called auditory processing disorder, which mainly that is what we um, have to work through on a day-to-day -day basis more than anything right now in his life. And then our next kiddo is eight and his name is Barrett. I guess I should say my oldest son is brave, brave. And then Barrett, Barrett um, is my my introverted child. So me and him are most alike. And he is also on the autism spectrum. But he is closer to level three on the autism spectrum, functionally nonverbal, but uses different ways to communicate. And then we have our youngest who is four, and her name is Braley Love. She just started pre-K today, and she was extremely excited, as was I. So this is a new season for our family. Everyone is off at school at the same time. I've never experienced that in my decade of parenting. So this is like a celebratory day. We are in a new season. Um, I am actually a special needs sibling as well as you are. Uh, my brother had spinal bifida the most severe form of it and he actually passed away last year last may in 2020 not from covid but um 
we, I got to steward his life as a special needs sibling and it really impacted me and impacted that empathy that you were talking about earlier really came from my relationship with him. So special needs is something that I have not been able to get away, get away from (laughs) (laughs) even the times where I wanted to, the Lord kept pushing me back into the circle of special needs. And honestly, it's where I have most joy and receive most joy and just love to be serving as a person. I just love to be serving in any way in the special needs community. So starting this journey with you today on this podcast for special needs moms, for caregiving, uh, caregivers, excuse me, brings me so much joy. I can't wait to see what God does through this. Yeah, it's always been a part of your heart and a part of your ministry. And that's one of the things I really have enjoyed seeing. I uh, I think the first time we really worked together was last year when I did that One Word for 2021 conference and you submitted a video for that. And it was one of the top viewed videos from that conference. And I think people just really, really connected with your honesty and your vulnerability and your um, how you direct them back to, to God and our relationship with him and the joy that you find there. And so can you tell us a little bit about your spiritual journey, your um, salvation experience or your spiritual giftedness or just kind of anything that falls under that category that's important to you? Yes, my relationship with the Lord is my foundation uh, in life. And so I love talking about it. I was raised in a Christian family. My parents were extremely involved in church. So from a young age, church was just what we did. And it was quite honestly, like a half day experience on Sundays. (laughs) My parents uh, were the worship leaders at our church. So we were there early and we were the one locking the doors at the end of service. Uh Um, So I knew the Lord, but I did not have this personal encounter with Jesus until I began to walk through suffering, right? And so about 10 years ago, there, it started a new season in my life where we had a miscarriage at the beginning of our second trimester with our first child. And then each year from that, we would experience some sort of loss for about a decade. And so the next year, my son Brave was born and he went through a hard time in the NICU. He wasn't going to make it. God saved his life. Um, We were given a really grim diagnosis and it ended up God doing a miracle. And then we walked through my father passing the following year, my mother-in-law passing the next year. Anyways, things just kept going on. This sounds like a country song because we even (laughs) lost our dogs (laughs) during this time. And so I can laugh about it now because of how the Lord brought me through it. But there was a time where I was like, we could really like, we could write a country song brought to my husband. He's like, we really could. We lost our dogs too. (laughs) So through that suffering at the beginning, I actually turned my back on God because I did not have a theology that was sound and biblical of, of suffering. And so the Lord really pursued me and rescued me from myself. I say that I was a woman under the influence of striving and trying to control everything. And through suffering, God broke that down in me. And it was not fun. 
I was mad at him. Like you are messing with my life here, buddy. And so through that, he really rescued my heart and showed me that suffering he's in it and he can bring me closer to him through it. If I keep my eyes on him and follow him through the suffering. And so really special needs parenting showed up a few years into that decade of loss. And that is something that you also walk through grief over. And so in the middle of my life feeling like it was set on fire, oh, by the way, here's some diagnoses. (laughs) And through those diagnoses, I had to make the hard decision to leave a career behind that I had worked really hard um, to gain, I guess, if you will. And that was another level of grief. And so I released that career to really focus on my sons and help them in their development and et cetera. Best decision ever. But at the same time, there was a lot of adjustment and transition through the last few years. So I say I've known God pretty much my whole life, but I really truly encountered Jesus and my life really began began to change. And I really became became a new uh, true Christ follower after my son's diagnose, diagnosis with autism, because that was my final breaking point of saying, I'm so desperate. I can't, I can't figure this out on my own God. I really do need, need you. And I repented of turning my back on him. And I um, said, okay, I'm going to touch the hem of your garment, Jesus, every day. And you're going to show me the way because all the options I've tried all the solutions I've tried, I'm coming up still with no air, and it seems like it's not working. The darkness is still here. And so that's pretty much my journey with the Lord is I'm at this point of saying, God, I just want to um, share everything that you have shared with me, all the hope uh, during the hard stuff, not minimizing the hard because wow, it's really hard to walk this journey of caregiving mom. (laughs) It is, it's not easy, but there's so much hope. And so now I get to share that hope with others. And that brings me so much joy. Yeah, that's really good. And I think a lot of us have those similar experiences. I mean, we kind of have this uh, like a shipwreck experience and, and what we thought was keeping us afloat doesn't work for us anymore. And we kind of have to rebuild the, the faith foundation that we had and get to know God in a different way and, and find him faithful in ways that we didn't fully understand before. And it just, it widens our view. And, and when we can talk about that, it encourages others, whether they're in the middle of that kind of journey or at the beginning, or even have come through it. My husband says you're either in the middle of a challenge, you just came through a challenge or you're about to go through a challenge. I mean, you know, like there's, <laughs> you're, you're never, it's not, never totally off your radar. Um, and so being able to, to share stories like that just encourages others with the encouragement we've received, comforts others. And so that's, I'm so glad that you were able to, to share that testimony with us. Yes. And you know, it's funny because I try to run from it so much like, okay, God, I'll share a little bit, but 
now I'm going to take a break. <laughs> that was enough. And he just kept bringing me more opportunities and just encouraging me like, Warren, please share what I've shared with you. And once I've fully surrendered and said, okay, I will step out with you, God, and I will share what you have to say. It not only has impacted many women, and I didn't even realize, um, but it also has impacted me because, you know, the word of God says we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And I really wanted to keep that word just hidden in my heart. And now I'm learning as we share what God has done, we also are overcoming it in deeper layers in our hearts of things that we have been walking through. Yeah, that's good. And so when we hit a season like, well, I, I almost said like we just finished, we're still in COVID season. You and I both live in Texas and, and the rest of the country, I think looks at Texas like, are y'all still doing the COVID thing? Because our, uh, we're so loosey goosey here. <laughs> you know, about things. But for you and for me, that's been, it's been really real. Like my, I, I've shared a couple of times on the podcast and in other ways that my husband Lee had COVID and uh, last December and was one of those long haul situations where Mm -hmm. essentially now it's going to be, he, he's going to, it's going to be like he has asthma now. And so, and as a preacher, that's tough. He's got an inhaler and he has to really manage his energy levels and the breath that he has, but, um, COVID was really hard on you and your family as well. Yes, we are. Well, I am actually still recovering from it. I'm a lot better than I was, but we also had it last November, the end of last year. I have asthma already. And so I think that's why it impacted me, um, to the level that it did because the rest of my family, they were able to get over it pretty easily in January, when my husband went back to work after I was recovering from COVID and the pneumonia and et cetera, I thought I was ready to go and hit the ground running as, you know, mom, let's do this. And I found myself on the floor um, with what I felt like was heart attack symptoms. And I would come to find out later COVID impacted my heart. And I was also one of those long haulers. And And I was so frustrated with God because I felt like, okay, God, we, me and you started partnering last year (laughs) in ministry. And now I feel like everything's on pause and halted for me to get better. But what I learned in reflecting was at the beginning of 2020, God told me, you need to exercise. And I was seeking him for answers to other things. And I was quite offended. Like, (laughs) exercise? (laughs) That's your answer to my life right now? I have lots of other questions. And I don't like to exercise. (laughs) (laughs) And so I was like, well, I guess I'll just take you at your word and be obedient. Because I know when I'm obedient, you protect me, right? Obedience is our protection. So I began to exercise and I hated it for the first half. (laughs) 2020. And about midway through, I began to find some things I enjoyed, like riding my bike and things like that. And come to find out that exercise strengthened my heart and my lungs in a way that I did not realize I would need so that my life would be saved from COVID because I was one of those that had 
multiple hospital visits, double pneumonia, pleurisy, and then the heart stuff that came. Mm-hmm. If my heart and my lungs would not have been strong from exercise, I it could have been a lot more detrimental than what I faced. So I just really learned through COVID, through the pandemic, that when God speaks and we don't understand why you're talking about that, when I want to talk about this over here, (laughs) that it's really wise to lean in and listen because he's a good father and he's our good shepherd, right? And so he's trying to lead us in those places of flourishing and give us the provision we need, the provision we don't know that we're going to need, you know, until we get there. And so I'm so grateful for how he directed my life during the last year, because now I'm at a place where I feel about 60%. And I'm just having to learn patience in a new way, because I'm used to going, 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 and I'm having to rest a lot, which as a caregiving mom, we can understand that that just sounds hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> Rest, what is that? Yeah, I know. When people talk about their Sunday afternoon naps, I'm like, oh, is, is that a thing? Did, do you <laughs> do that? Oh, how cool for you. <laughs> and whatever oh, it is, I mean, it's different for everybody, but like, especially as a pastor's family, Sunday, you know, it's just kind of a busy day. So what I think is, one of the things I think is so interesting about the timing of all this is that I wanted to talk to you about co-hosting back in like April and May. And I was praying and seeking God's direction on the future of this podcast and whether it was bringing value to the listeners and whether it was bringing value to me <laughs> and my life. And, um, and I felt that a co-host would be a perfect addition, you know, to kind of take some of the pressure off of the schedule of it for me and and then just expand the ministry and the blessings that I hope this podcast brings to people. And so I I taught we you and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but I like had an email draft ready and then I just felt this pause and I thought, no, I'm just gonna take the summer off from the podcast and then revisit it, keep praying about the future of it. And so what you and I've talked about that's so interesting is that if I would have asked you in May, you wouldn't have been able to do it because you were in the middle of still recovering. Um, And so God's timing on that has really been perfect. Yes, I think it is amazing to just look at how God orchestrates all the details in our lives because I would have been so sad to have had (laughs) to turn down this opportunity And I would have had to back in May. And I didn't even know what the rest of the year was going to look like for me and my health at that point. And in July, the Lord began to put podcasts on my heart. And I said to him, I don't want to do it alone, but I don't know who I would do this with God. I literally told him that I even signed up for like a podcast course to wrap my brain around. I'm an Enneagram five. So knowledge is like my best friend. Uh (laughs) So it's like, I need knowledge about this podcast world. So I even did a course on podcasting to understand it. And then I just laid it down and said, God, I don't feel like you're opening the door right this second, but you put this on my heart. And I just want to tell you my answer is yes. So I will say yes, when you open the door. So it's amazing. So when you um, sent me that message and and we started having this conversation, I just knew that it was God orchestrating this. And that made me so excited to partner with you and partner with him 
and what he has planned for this amazing podcast that I had been a avid listener of for the last year, year and a half. (laughs) So this is so fun to see him weaving stories together like this. Yeah, it is really cool. It's really, I mean, and it's those kind of stories that, that give you confidence for whatever future is coming, you know, so, so he builds those like resiliency muscles and, and makes us stronger for each time. And each time we can like pause and celebrate. So I don't, I don't think I do that enough. I don't think I pause enough and say, thank you for what you did and how you pulled all these things together and how you are working in my life and how you are making me more like your son. And and just thank you for your grace that you pour out each day, especially on the hardest days and how you sustain us. And so I'm glad that we can celebrate that and celebrate the victories that have come even through these hard stories that we've talked through. Yes. You know, that is such a good thing to point out because there have been so many moments, even this year through the hard pandemic and all the circumstances we've all faced with kids being home more often, less respite, (laughs) therapies being closed for two weeks because COVID hit it or whatever that looks like. And just to take a moment and reflect and say, wow, God, you brought us through all of that. He might've not taken away the hard, but he sustained us. And I think one day when we have the full eternal perspective, we're going to see that even in the hardest circumstances, he actually was protecting us from so much more. And he actually was taking on more of the burden than what we even were feeling. And so I think it's so good to pause. And it reminds me of my oldest son because he celebrates everything. I love that about him. I need that in my life. Yeah. And so just to say, God, I'm going to stop here and pause. I'm going to thank you. And I'm going to write this down. I really feel like there's a gift in writing things down because on those days where everything seems grim, you go back and you remember God. What did God do for me? Oh yeah. And he will keep sustaining. And in the future, the things that I'm worried or concerned about, if he took care of me here and and then back there, he'll yeah. take care of me again. You know, I yeah. think that's so good. Yeah, it is good. All right. Well, let's talk about the future that we hope for the podcast. I mean, like just logistically, we'll share that, that our plan is to do two episodes a month together, and then you will do one by yourself and I will do one by myself each month. And so if the four, and, and now we're releasing on Thursdays. So our friends are listening to this on a Thursday and that will be our new rhythm and routine. We talk a lot about <laughs> rhythms and routines that work for us. And so as Lauren and I move forward together, releasing on Thursday works better than what I was doing, releasing on Mondays. And so hopefully this will kind of be a pick me up near the end of your week. And as you head into the weekend and, and it'll, it'll, encourage you at maybe the day of the week that you need it the most. (laughs) Yes. You know, what's funny about that really quick is that I don't know for you, but Wednesday is my hardest day of the week, more than Monday, more than Friday. I think it's because we're halfway through. We've done all all the routines and the rhythms and the lunches and the pickups and the drop off. And I am exhausted and I can barely function on Wednesdays. And so to have a Thursday to look forward to a fun conversation that relates to my life 
that it will just really, like you said, pick me up for me personally. And I'm biased, but I feel like Thursday is a fantastic day. (laughs) No, I agree. Like my son, James, he, he determines a lot by what day of the week it is. And Saturday's his favorite day. And so Thursday morning is often his hardest morning because he's, I think he's thinking, man, I got two more days of school before I get to do what I want to on Saturday. And so usually Thursdays is when he's a little bit at his grumpiest. So I agree having kind of this shot of energy and hope will is going to be perfect for a Thursday. It'll be good. And then we will still be talking about self-care and soul care. And so we'll be bringing practical things and spiritual lessons and reflections. I mean, I, one of the things I talk, I think about as I, we plan the topics, I'm like, what is God teaching me right now? Um, and, and so much can be built off of that. What have I, what have I heard or what have I read from scripture or what worship song has been encouraging me? And so all of that goes into, and then the other, the practical side of it is what's my biggest need or, or what am I struggling to manage in my life? And then we'll provide solutions for those things. So I'm excited about everything that comes the holiday season. It's going to be different (laughs) from last year, but, but still hard and still making decisions on what's best for the health of our families and traveling and all of those things. And so I'm excited that we'll get to do all of this together (laughs) and face these challenges together and be able to encourage each other through them. Me too. I think like you said at the beginning, I think the Lord brought us together with our complementary um, personalities. <laughs> Is that the right way to say yeah. it? But I, I'm excited to see that flourish because um, I've always tuned into your podcast and I absolutely have been like, oh, I need a meal plan like that. That has been, that's amazing. <laughs> you just need to hear a conversation with people that you're like, wait, like we could be friends in real life too. And because when you sit down with a friend and you're having coffee or y'all are at your house, just hanging out, taking a moment of respite, these are the things that come up. Hey, how do you handle that? Hey, what do you do for this? Hey, can you tell me your tips for that? And you're just able to have this genuine conversation. And that is when, honestly, we really be, we're really able to grow and able to learn and able to say, I'm going to put into practice some of these things for my friends. It's iron sharpening iron. And so I'm so excited about that for this podcast. Yeah. Me too. It's going to be so fun. It's going to be fun. And especially because I, you know, like we bring different methods and perspectives. And so what works for me may not work for you, but you make adjustments and then we can share even more ideas to hopefully help even more people. So it's exciting. All right. Well, we end each episode in prayer just because we want to kind of refocus and and give a blessing almost like a benediction to say we've spent this time together and now we know we're sending you out back to serving your families and working your jobs and serving in your church and cleaning house and all of the things that you're called to do but but we're just so thankful that our friends have spent this time with us and uh, and just taken this pause in their day Um, And especially because today we got to know you better and set up this future uh, partnership that we're going to have. And so do you want to pray us out today? And then we will um, make sure that we let our friends know that 
We'll be back next Thursday. Next Thursday will be my episode by myself. And then the next week we'll be together. And then the last week of the month, Lauren will do the episode on her own. And so uh, we are super excited about that. And of course, you can join us in the Facebook group, the Abiding Caregivers Facebook group. And the link to that is in the show notes. And that we're there every day, (laughs) encouraging each other and supporting each other and praying for each other. And so you don't have to wait for Thursdays to receive this encouragement, you can join us there. And so Lauren, why don't you pray for us and then we'll see our friends next week. That sounds great. Father, we just love you and we thank you for this time together, God. Lord, I just ask that for every woman who tuned in today, God, that you would meet her right where she's at in the middle of the beginning of the fall season, God, with the transitions and the adjustments and the changes that we're all are in the middle of. Lord, I thank you that you would show her your grace in the gaps, that you would show her that you are the God of the low places, Father. Lord, I thank you that you would straighten the areas in our lives that we are facing challenges, that you would be the God that strengthens us in our weakness, Father. Lord, I thank you for this opportunity to partner with Sandra and to share your hope in the hard circumstances to share the self and soul care rhythms that are life-giving to us with all the caregivers who tune in each week, God. Lord, I thank you that your blessings and your abundant vision would be received by every person listening to this podcast episode right now. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.